0: Money FM 89.3, the best of prime time.
1: Technology has certainly revolutionized the world in so many ways, right? Today, there's no industry that hasn't integrated technology into its operations. And if it hasn't, it's in real trouble. Of course, the pandemic has further skyrocketed. It's accelerated digitization and tech adoption as well. The situation, of course, is no different for human resources, a crucial element of every organization, irrespective of the industry. Now, over the last few years, HR tech has been a much-discussed topic. It's gained traction as well. How can HR tech continue to be a game-changer for companies across verticals at a time when the workplace is changing drastically and Some industries are facing labor shortages as well. Can tech help? We're going to find out more from Matt Ward. He is CEO of Workmate, a Singapore-based on-demand staffing platform. It's been recently acquired by Persol Asia-Pacific, one of the region's largest HR service providers. Hi, Matt. Thanks for joining us.
0: Hi, thanks a lot. Thanks for having me.
1: So how does your on-demand staffing platform actually help companies when it comes to hiring and staffing needs at a time when these are changing quite rapidly?
0: Yeah, look, so, you know, HR technology is being adopted by all companies now as a way to prove efficiencies and compete for talent in the market. But one sector of the labor market that's generally been, I guess, ignored or left behind a little bit from companies is the frontline workforce. So a lot of the tools and technology that you see being discussed today are really around, you know, professional workforce, but what Workmate does is we focus exclusively on building technology and tools to support the frontline workforce. And we do that by addressing the challenges on both sides of the market. So for businesses and companies who need staff, our platform helps them access reliable workers with a, you know, that show up because attendance is an issue for, for these frontline workers. And for workers, we give them flexibility and control of their schedule without sacrificing the benefits of full-time employment.
1: Ah, okay. So you're using all sorts of tech, aren't you? AI scoring algorithms, I understand, are being used. What else is powering all of this?
0: Yeah, so because we focus on the frontline workers, a lot of the roles that we do don't require any sort of specific, dedicated skills. It's the problems that we're trying to solve really focus on attendance and reliability. If you speak to, you know, small businesses who run restaurants or cafes, a major problem they have is staff not showing up, particularly part-time staff. Mm. And so the technology that we've developed focuses on essentially that problem which is how do you ensure that when a worker is booked to show up they actually do show up and we do that through essentially what we call reliability scoring, we look at a worker's attendance track record, we look at their performance and ratings from previous jobs and based on that we're able to prioritize and allocate workers to jobs where they're more likely to succeed and more likely to actually enjoy the work and therefore less likely to not show up. So it's really based around that, that's how we do it.
1: Right, so it goes beyond just getting warm bodies in the door.
0: 100%. We're really focused on making sure that the workers are getting the type of work that they want, and they're getting paid a fair wage, and that the businesses are actually getting good, reliable, hard-working people through the door to help their businesses operate.
1: In terms of implementation, what are the challenges?
0: Look, I think, you know, we're a Singapore headquartered company, we operate in Thailand and Indonesia, and so each market is slightly different. I think Singapore in particular, businesses are more tech savvy, so barriers are a little bit lower than in some of the other markets we operate in, where businesses, you know, we have challenges getting them to adopt the technology, but yeah, I think those are the main things, you know, getting businesses to change their processes and really be open to trying new ways of sourcing labour.
1: Now, you've talked about frontline shift-based blue-collar workers. What about a wider range of white-collar employees who might, post-pandemic, continue to be afforded flexible work arrangements or work-from-anywhere options or those working as independent contractors?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. And obviously, that's something that's front of mind for a lot of a lot of companies. Look, the way we look at that is there's a lot of really great tools and solutions in the market to help companies solve those types of challenges and a lot of International, you know, technology companies from the U.S. or Europe or Australia have got very strong technology platforms that solve those types of problems. We realize that the blue collar or the frontline workforce is typically underserved, and there are not a lot of solutions for this part of the workforce, and that's where we're exclusively focused. So I think, you know, we're not really focused on solving the problems for the more professional workforce. We think there's plenty of really good, strong solutions out there for that. But there's huge opportunities and huge gaps in the market for businesses with frontline workers.
1: Now, technology is certainly an enabler. And Matt, I think the world has come to terms with that. But to what extent can it actually influence mindsets? And I ask this because clearly structural changes are occurring in the way newer workers or younger workers want to be or expect to be recruited and treated. So to what extent do you feel technology can actually help old school employers change their mindsets about how to manage this workforce?
0: That's a tough one. It's a great question. I think that at the end of the day that, you know, particularly in a market like Singapore, it's highly competitive for manpower. Right. And we all know businesses who are short on workers and have a talent crunch they can't find the staff they need so i really feel that for businesses to compete they have to have an open mind and they have to be willing to adapt and change the way that they operate in order to meet the demands of the modern workforce and you have to you know I've admit and understand that workers are looking for more flexibility and more control over the type of work they want and when they want to do it and i think as a business you have to learn to adapt and look for ways to give workers what they need otherwise you will find it very hard to compete for the best talent
1: in terms of the trends that you're seeing in the industries that you serve what are the most striking ones that employers should take note of when it comes to recruiting and managing workers
0: Yeah, I think, you know, particularly in the current economic climate, people are looking for efficiency and they're looking to cut wastage. So tools and solutions that can give companies flexible workforce, like the ability to be able to increase the number of workers when they're busy and maybe decrease the number of staff when they're not so busy. This is a key area that a lot of companies that we work with are looking for, and that's what we're trying to help them solve as well. So that's probably one of the biggest trends that we typically see at the
1: moment. Right, dynamic workforce management. Now as we approach the end of the year of living and working in a global pandemic, to what extent would you say it is imperative for HR leaders to perhaps find even more innovative ways of continuing to face these challenges. When we're talking about things such as hybrid work, the possibility of vaccine mandates or even lockdowns coming up again, what exactly should they be prepared for and how can tech help?
0: Yeah I think in general and we face this as well for our own staff and our own workforce I mean, we have a staff of 100 people ourselves that you know operate across three countries and so in terms of that I think you just have to be agile and you have to be nimble when you have to have processes That are quite flexible, Also, you can react and adapt quite quickly with a changing situation. And I think that's the key thing for all HR teams, that you have to have processes and systems in place that will allow you to be able to react quickly and adapt based on the current trends in the market and what the talent in the market is looking for. If you stay in a rigid process, which is out of date and not in tune with what the workforce is looking for, then you're going to find it increasingly difficult to compete for that talent.
1: Now, you operate in several countries, as you mentioned, Thailand, Indonesia, Singapore. What are the main differences that you're observing in terms of what workers want and what employers want?
0: So in markets that we've operated in for a number of years, like Indonesia and Thailand, the workers are really looking for long-term sustainable income that they can rely on. They're typically much lower wage workers. In Singapore, I think it's more around flexibility and control. So the workers that we speak to that are joining our platform here, because we're just about to launch in Singapore next month, we're in the process of launching in the next few weeks. The workers that we're bringing on board, what they're looking for is that flexibility and control. So they want the ability to be able to pick the shifts they want when they want them, not to be told when to come in, that have an option to choose when they come in, but they also wanna be able to get paid well and have access to benefits that a full-time employee would get as well. So yes, it is quite demanding, but given the talent crunch, you have to be flexible and find ways to be able to offer the workforce these types of flexibility. Otherwise, again, you're gonna be left struggling to find talent.
1: And you also have to ensure that the HR tech tools that you use can be adapted to each market right and to the unique characteristics of that market
0: Correct, 100% yes
1: and is this easily done for the employers I mean if they wanted to change a module or put in new data can they easily do it themselves or will they have to call you guys in again
0: yeah no. I mean we have a cloud-based system so we're constantly mm. updating the software and technology on our end and for the business for Singapore our platform works very much like say grab does but grab for manpower so you open it up you specify how many words workers you need, for what role, how much you're willing to pay, and then you book the workers and we'll tell you who's turning up and when they're turning up. So it sort of operates that way. So it's very flexible and we're constantly adding new features and tools to enable you to do more and make sure you're getting the right workforce when you need them.
1: All right, finally, Bat. looking to the future, you've been officially acquired by Persol APAC, one of the region's largest HR service providers. How might all of this accelerate investments into tech as well as into on-demand workforce solutions in the region?
0: Yeah, it's a great milestone for us as a business. We started the company six years ago and have been building quite nicely, growing pretty quickly. And this acquisition by Persol really just enables us to broaden our horizons and look beyond just the current countries that we operate in. So Persol, obviously, big Japanese, publicly listed company, lots of experience, lots of resources, regional footprint. So by us working together with them as part of their organization, just opens significantly more opportunities for us to scale and take our solution to a wider market and hopefully support and impact more businesses and more workers who are looking for better opportunities
1: what's next do you think matt in terms of the trends that you're anticipating and what you're bracing yourself for
0: i mean i think that you know obviously i'm probably going to be biased in saying this but i think that the trends are heading in the right direction for us as a business which is that companies are looking to adopt more technology and get more flexible and that's what we're hoping to support people with but i think in all businesses are realizing that they have to become more tech enabled and they have to become more agile with how they operate. And particularly COVID has I think enhanced that because the changes and what happened with a lot of companies having to shut down and reopen and shut down. I think it just taught companies that they have to be flexible and they have to be agile. So that's the biggest trend that we see happening across, you know, all businesses and all areas and in all industries.
1: All right. Thank you very much for that, Matt. Matt Ward, CEO of WorkMate. Thanks for joining us on Money FM. eighty nine point three.